You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What is up, puns and dribbles? Welcome back to another episode of Hello Sport. Home unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Monday. May. It's May. We're in May. Um, another fantastic weekend. Just a great time to be alive. Every day is a gift. Every day is a blessing. And that is the way that I choose to enter into another week. Happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there. To all the mums out there. Except if you own a pet and you're trying to pass it off as like... Mothers of humans. Yes. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. But Mother's Day always delivers. Uh, you sneak out of the house early Sunday to go get flowers. Oh, look who's here. Your show's oh, off. show's Can off. Can you come here? you got to come here and tell me. Punters and dribblers, young Evie Rose joins me today because she's got an earache. And we're back. Shout out to all the mums out there. Shout out to the mums. And the dads. But, you know. Well, listen, off the back of Mother's Day, shout out to the mums. Yes. Dads have their turn. Yeah. September. Don't know the day. Is it? I think it's in September. So you got a chance to shine then, dads. Yeah. It's not all about the mothers forever. No, it's not. Although it sort of is. Well, listen, it is and it isn't. But I don't think we should really be raising that maybe, you know, in the day after Mother's Day. We should no, just... but I'm not saying that it's not deserved. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not deserved. Don't think for a second I'm saying that. Okay, good. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Now, Toblo, if, if, can you just tell us if you can hear fucking Frozen 2 in the background as we talk? Because like, I can hear it. I, well, no, I can definitely hear it. I don't think the mic's picking it up. The mic's probably won't pick it up. It's probably a bit more of like a plane situation where we can hear it, they can't hear it. Sure. Young Evie Rose with an earache watching Frozen 2 in the background. Headphones on, sort of. So well, she's distracted, so she might hear some things, but like hopefully it just sort of, you know, it enters through osmosis rather than her actually like taking away... With her, you know, the sea bomb or... Well, listen, I think that she's engrossed in Frozen 2, Tom, and we need not worry. Yes. That'd be my feeling. No, that's mine as well. I echo your sentiments. Good. Great to be here on a Monday. Great to be here on a Monday. That follows a Sunday. It is. Had a nice weekend, punters and dribblers. I'm fresh. I'm ready to rip. I'm ready to tear. Never been fresher. Never been fresher. Probably have been fresher. I'm fresh, actually. But I'm fresh. I'm, I'm fresh. I'm like fresh food people sort of stuff. I'm Woolworths. Yep. I'm fucking... I'm working in the, the deli section right now. The but, deli section, yeah. sea oil. That's is deli fresh food? I thought that would be more of your produce produce. You, you, know, could, you could get can you get fresh stuff lettuces in there? and shit. Well, your produce section. I feel like it's that the fresh food section of Woolworth to me. Cheese, like cheese and stuff's got to be relatively fresh, doesn't nah, it? Nah, but fresh is like the lettuce where they spray like mist all over it all day. Yeah, I suppose that's fresh. Crispy and shit. So the Devon section not that fresh. Devon section, I don't think Devon's fresh. You can get fresh Devon. I don't, well, yeah, you can. You can get fresh Devon. Technically, yeah, it, you can. It, the like Devon sometimes, itself like is you fresh. can tell, you can tell if they've got if you got new fresh, uh, new Devon or old Devon, hundred percent. But but you like, can go, ooh, that Devon's old. That's but, been in the fridge for a while. That yeah, Devon. yeah. But could you like the the Devon is freshly made, but the things that were used to make the freshly made Devon are potentially old. Yeah, but it's sort of it's been repackaged, so it's new. So right, so like if. If you were just to like re-gift a present, is that a new present? It's like what they did in the in the financial crisis. And they took all those Subprime shit loans, took all the shit loans, and and humped them together, yeah. and made them a new, fresh, hot AAA rated bond. Yes, okay. that's what Devon is. That's what Devon is. Once it becomes Devon, it's AAA. Yeah, okay. Make no mistake. Tom. But if you were to try and live off of that, then at some point there will be like the. the Are you, know, you trying to tell me that the chickens the will come home to roost? Yeah. Because not when it comes to Devon. 
I think long-term consumption of Devon exclusively. That's an probably, assumption. You're making assumptions. Yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. And they're yep. not backed up by science. Well, I'd say they probably are. Well, no, but again, assumptions. <laughs> probably is that sort of language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, doesn't the, amount to much. Well, it does. It amounts to the same on the other end. You saying that? It I doesn't. guarantee you, there's someone out there that's been eating Devon and sauce sandwiches every day for their for their entire yeah. life, and that'd be probably the fittest cunt you've ever met. No, I, I would disagree with that. And that again is an assumption on your part. I would say that <laughs> they would do some really, really rank poo. Why would you say that? Because I don't know that Devon is, you know... Uh, you don't even know what... The De- food pyramid. No one does. Anyway, I just wanted to shout out to Devon. I know that Devon would have pleased many mothers around the nation yesterday and... Pleased them? Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. Devon, is Devon the guy that comes and like works on the pool or like the sink? No, the but you can, mate, you, can be, you can be pleased with a meal. I thought maybe like the town plumber was called like Devon, you know, Devon something. Devon Booker. Devin he Booker. pleases people. Well, he would. I don't know if Devon Booker's getting around the, the, the regional town. Do you think Devon pleases people or is he too, no, I'd say too, too much, much man? Too much Devon. Too much Devon. That's you a can, log of Devon. You can overeat Devon and to try and swallow a whole log of Devon. Ugh. Someone did fi- send me a photo actually of Devon because I was like, where's the Devon? Where's oh, this have big- you seen Devon? Not really. It's one of those ones where like, it could be an optical illusion on the pants. I'm not saying that Devon isn't who he is reported to be. We got sent. But I just haven't seen it. You know how I saw it, said I saw that TikTok guy? Yeah. We got sent that. Yeah, I know. A million people, and I'm not even joking, a million, literally a million, sent us the video going the second I got, went, the first video that came up on TikTok after he- listening to us talk about it was that video. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's not weird anymore to me. Everyone's like, it's proof they're listening. I'm like, did you need any more proof? I don't need proof. I now. talk about the most obscure shit and then I'm advertised it on my Instagram. There's all no, the time. All the time. Cream that I use for my face, dude. Working? It is working. But I think I was overusing it and it was sending my face really red and then it was settling. So now I'm just trying to woo up. You've got to find the right balance. Psoriasis is getting out of control a little bit. My eyelids started to get psoriasis. I'm like, this is becoming a little bit much now like i'm cool are you too are you stressed i don't think so i'm cool to be the psoriasis guy like it's okay to be i don't mind having do it do you want to you could preference be. obviously i wouldn't but like if you start getting to my eyelids and shit like i am gonna start getting pissed off would you think about being the face of psoriasis psoriasis australia like yeah. the pin-up boy yeah the pin-up boy for psoriasis at the moment i don't think that's a, a, a face you want to be like my face is falling apart or maybe that's what you need you need something. i think you need to be drowning in psoriasis to be the pin-up boy for psoriasis yeah, potentially right. yeah, as in like own it free plug ed this is not an ad bio first manuka skin saver genuine natural remedies so it's like manuka honey in there and some shit i haven't tried like i haven't tasted it They've always got weird names. I think you could market that better. Magic Cream. (laughs) Yeah. That sells at the market. Bio first, Manuka honey, fucking whatever. Yeah, but you need to seem legit. If you say Magic Cream. Yeah, bro. That's legit. Magic Cream with magic healing properties. Boom. Yeah. Would it be TGA approved? Probably not. Not with that name. I bet you it's not TGA. But it doesn't matter. Magic cream. TJ won't approve you unless you're a bloody, you know, big farmer. Big farmer. Um, your doctor, your data. Yeah, that's it. Anyway. Um, anyway, that's that. Dave wigging out over there. Yeah, lefty wig out. Yeah, wigging out. Who am I? In the face of evidence. Who am I? Regulation's important. Who am I? State facts. Anyway, yeah. I had a lovely weekend, <laughs> and I'm fresh. Yeah. 
Well, dude, you know what? The only real drinking I did, and it was all after the fact, was the Friday night stream with Timmy and, and the Rue, which was just a, a shitload of fun. Great fun. Shout out to the boys. Big Rue's halftime trivia was sensational. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Glorious. I actually yeah. went back and watched it the next day because I enjoyed it so thoroughly. Oh, well, look, it was good. It stood, it was, it, it was, it paid the appropriate amount of respect to Titanic trivia. Yeah. Listen, if you like dribble and yarn, which we all know you do, but you also like nerding out on rugby league, that's the stream for you. When the four of us together, something special happens. Yeah. I think we call it the rugby league nerd out. Yeah, the nerd out with with uh, Timmy and Guru. We're we'll doing more of them. Yeah, we we nerding out, more. nerding out with the boys. Now we'll get to rugby league soon, but I do just want to get to something that's in the well. Listen, today. we're in the paper. Now, fuck, dude. You know it's embarrassing when you just find yourself in the. We're paper. We're not just in the paper though, because we've got a bit of celeb about us now. They've got us in the confidential yeah, section. Yeah, we're in the confidential <laughs> section. So, listen, we fe- we have we've we found ourselves quoted in the back pages of the Sydney Morning uh, of the Daily Telegraph, the Men's Women's Weekly. Uh, you know, on a few occasions. But the confidential section We've is never when, been in the confidentials. Well, the confidential section is when you know that you are doing something right. Yep. So like, I mean, just to give the You've arrived as a Probably an F-lister of notes. Yes, an F-lister of some note, just to give people an idea <laughs> of some of the things that are going on in Confidential today. Teen modelled on mum. TV star's daughter follows in her footsteps down catwalk. And that's about a real Housewives of Sydney star giving her daughter a blessing to... This, see, this is where we belong. This is where we belong. These are the waters in which we now we swim. We like to swim. Yeah. The next one... From school drama to interplanetary adventure, if Josh Houston's frequent flyer points were stalled during Australia's COVID prompted border closures, they're certainly getting a run now. Yep. Kid yep. from Heartbreak High doing big things on the big stage. <laughs> well, who's sitting next to them? <laughs> Tom and Eddie inspiring the goers. Now we haven't yeah. read this yet. We saw. No, it. we haven't. Uh, also, I think worth noting, and this will this will come up on the YouTube. We're, we're sitting right up against the, the border of the page. You know what I mean? Yeah, We've yeah, been yeah. given a slither. We were told we were going to be front page or back page. They basically just squeezed us in. Yeah. I mean, as thin as a pencil, basically, down the left-hand side of the page. But are we on the confidential pages next to the people that Tom just mentioned who I've already forgotten? Yeah, yes. we are. Yeah, we are. People that we've never heard of. Well, that's exactly what we are. We are now. When when you when you look at confidential, you are usually going. This is a, this is a page or two pages dedicated to people I've never heard of. Yep. There'll be plenty of people out there today going. <laughs> who are those two guys? <laughs> now. I they think they could also, use a better photo. I think there was funnier photos. Well, they've, there was funnier photos. They've kind of got us both with our toes going in as well. We look a bit pigeon-toed. Well, we look pigeon-toed. We're in, we're in our full marathon regalia. Now, why are we in the confidential punters and dribblers? We've said this the last couple of episodes, but we are now marathon coaches, ambassadors for the Sydney Marathon, September 17. If you go to sydneymarathon.com, you will be able to join the Goers Run Club. A lot of things that come... Uh, with joining the Oz Run Club. Firstly, if you use the promo code DRIBBLER, you're getting 20% discount on sign-up, which is great. But also, there's going to be an after-party 
that we're all going to be going to. At the Ivy. At the Ivy. And we're going to rip in. We're going to rip and we're going to tear. In. We're going to rip, we're going to tear. There's a couple of bits of merch that you're going to be able to get. There's a run day where we're like going to go and do a, a group run train at if you Centennial message, Park. If you message Tobler, Turbo, when you, once you sign up and you can prove it, you email Tobler at turbo at hellosport.com.au. He's going to give you a program. Yep. Hand designed by Tom and I. There's also going to be a Churchillian speech in the morning, call it quarter to six-ish, where we just get you fucking fired up for the run of your life. Maybe at checkpoints throughout the race, definitely be at the finish line after the race, just for a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Uh, and then again, as Tom put it, we're going to be ripping and a tearing at the Ivy. That's all ahead of you if you join the Goers Run Club. Very easy to do so. Sydneymarathon.com. Now, when you fill out... The form punters and jibblers. Now, I don't know how many times I need to say this to the punter and the jibbler. I know you're slow. Yeah. I know you're slow, the lot of you, and that's fine. But I don't want to keep saying it. When you're filling out the form, there will be a team section in the form. It'll say, do you want to join a team? You can say, nah, brah. You can say, yeah, brah, I want to start my own team. Or, yeah, brah, I want to join a team. Then you type in Goers Run Club or Hello Sport Goers Run Club. Either or either. It's, it's going to come up both times. And then you click on it. Crazy, it's I know. It's so easy. But I know that's wild. Well, listen, the amount of I know of it's overwhelming. I know it's overwhelming for people. I, I get that. I get it's overwhelming, but just keep trying. Yeah. Try as you might. The amount of DMs we're getting asking us, you know, how am I joining the team? It has, it has come as a shock because of how easy it is, but that's okay. That's fine. Now, if you've already joined a team, you can log into your portal. You would have made a username and a password. You can log in and you can change your team in there. Bail from that loser so team you're fuck in. fuck that beta team off yeah. and join the Goers Run Club, now, the Goers Run Club of all. We get to the article. Again, the picture is... If you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see the picture and all that sort of shit. Uh, Tom and Eddie inspiring the Goers. After completing the Sydney Marathon in 2022, I'm glad we're still dining out on it. Lovable Larrikins, Tom and Eddie from the highly popular Hello Sport podcast are taking a shot at coaching and inspiring others to follow in their footsteps in this year's run. After we did it last year, a heap of our audience spoke to us generally about wanting to have a crack at it, Tom Birmingham said. So we've turned our hand to coaching the Hello Sport Goers Run Club. I don't remember even saying that. Because we've got a saying in the, the Hello Sport Universe, Randy Self Goers, you two shall go, Eddie Simpson added. Having become good mates at Chelsea University in Bath, the Jew decided to take on podcasting to have since tra- trailblazed, Eddie. Trailblazed? We've trailblazed their way to becoming... Uh, trailblazed their way to the top, becoming one of the country's most well-regarded sports pods. This year, Sydney Marathon will be held, okay, and then it's just September 17 Marathon, getting a new track does away with the troubles and cobblestones and wooden boardwalks. Now, so one of the great articles all time. That is a phenomenal read. (laughs) That wasn't just a snapshot, that's the whole thing. That's Um, the whole thing. Uh, Sydney Confidential, what page, Tom? uh, We are at page 17 in the showbiz. That sounds about right. Section. That sounds about right. Page 17 of the showbiz section, just about right. Yeah. (laughs) That photo is fucking good. Oh, that's good stuff. Sydney Confidential with Jonathan Moran. Carly Rutherford and Michaela Wilkes. Wow. That is incredible. That's the that's the 120 best words in, in the paper, Tom. Yeah. 
Shout out to Jeremy. Is that they say the photographer Jeremy who came in? Um, Jeremy Piper. First thing Jeremy said to us was that there was a siege at Condell Park happening as he was taking photos, and basically he needed to get the fuck out of here. So we, you know, we got into our work pretty quick. Yep. He needed to get out to a siege at Condell, which I understand. Surely, I mean, look, there was a part of of us that thought that maybe we were a little bit more important than a Condell Park siege, but that could be, you know, we could have been misguided in that. We could have been. Jeez, we look good. Yeah, we do. We look good. One thing that I'm not disappointed in is how we look. I we mean, look I'm disappointed in anything, but when no, you see that, No, listen, you go, I'm not... Listen. Monday, May 15th, 2023. We made That'll it. live on in the history books of this podcast, the day we made it, finally, into Sydney Confidential. Congratulations to all of us, but particularly Tom and I, because yeah. we're the only ones in there, and some Houston guy who might have been in a... Relatively popular show, Heartbreak uh, yeah, High. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I think he's doing I'm well. pretty sure he dated someone really hot as well. Uh, I mean, I think, I think he's anyone got, dating him is dating I think he's really got hot. runs on the board, that guy. I think that guy has runs on the board. Well, they're talking about him auditioning for like a Dune, a Dune prequel. Sure. Kid's doing all listen, right. Listen, listen. And was his article bigger than ours? Yeah. Sure. Did he have a bigger photo than us? Yeah. Sure. Could you was tell he in a he better was? spot? Yeah. Yeah. Not the point. We're next to him. He's got 712,000 Instagram followers. The guy's a big deal. He's yeah. going to be in June 2. And yeah. who's saddled up next to him? Yeah, us. Couple we of guys. are. Dressed to the nine in our marathon man regalia. So, look, it's a congratulations to us because we're in Sydney Confidential uh, on Monday, the whatever, 17th of May, 2023, yep. Uh, yep. that we're in Sydney Confidential. But you know what? By us being in Sydney Confidential... We're all in there. We're all in the Sydney Confidential. We've made it. You can go home and tell your wife, tell your girlfriend, tell your, your brother, your sister, your, your boyfriend, lover. your mother, your father, your grandmother, that you made it today into Sydney yep. Confidential. So, congratulations to you. And... I think it's a nice time to circle over to our friend Tobler uh, of Ghost for Arsenal fame, of Lost 3-0 to fucking Brighton overnight fame. Of, of wears really loosely fitting of, of, of jeans. Of, of, of made an interesting purchase decision last week in regards to two pairs of jeans he bought. Yeah. Now, what do they get out of 10? One. One. And that's fine. That's no, dude, like, they're like, awful. If you want to wear one jeans, that's cool. They're awful jeans, objectively. There's no, like, it's not like There's anyone. No around the bush. Anyone looks at him and goes, no, the jeans are bad. Objectively awful jeans. One out of 10 sort of stuff. But so bad that he was like, I've spent weight. He spent a shitload of money. I have never, no, no, I don't no, spend much, that sort of money on money, jeans. Too much money. I don't spend money on jeans. Like, because in my jeans are not that expensive. And he's got two big old saggy boot cut monsters. Yeah. Mate, you wait for the jeans to come on sale on Iconic. Or just go into a fucking, uh, like a cotton on H&M and get them for like 80 bucks. There max. you go. He spent, he spent crazy money. He spent in the hundreds. Almost to the point where I'm like, are we paying you too much? Yeah, dude. That <laughs> is, you must be rolling. You, that is too much money to be spending on two what? pairs of jeans that you, I hope I never see you in again. No, it was yeah. an investment. No, no, reeks of a pay cut. 501s are meant to last you the rest of your life. Reek, uh, reeks of pay cut. Yeah, that does. Now, it Tommy Tobler is running 20Ks this weekend, 21 and a bit. Half marathon. Half marathon. Yes. Talk to me. Yes. Um, I'm have no idea what to expect. I've no expect idea. Pain. No, you expect to not enjoy it. I know. I just my preparation obviously I don't think has been the greatest. But I've got that fifteen Ks under the belt, which I'm grateful for. Good. And so how I were think, you in that fifteen K? We fucked at the end of it? No, I wasn't fucked. I was all right. Like obviously I was sore and shit, but I wasn't like 
proper gassed after that 15. What's your what's your gel? What's your you know, you got a you got a race plan, you got gels, you got what's Don't have any gels yet. Haven't really had a chance to test them before and so I'm a bit scared like I don't want to shit myself. You won't shit yourself. Have one gel, get some salt tablets cuz you will tablets, cramp. Yep. I think jelly beans. So I'm running with You're my not going to cramp after 20. I cramped after 19 kilometers. Did you cramp after 15? No. Nah. Now nah, you'd be right. Well, I didn't cramp it's up. Only half. It's only half. Half's a but, piece but, of piss. But yeah, but if you start cramping, dude, no, did you cramp in the marathon at all? No. Did you not cramp no, at all? No, of course I did. Yeah, like when you start cramping, cramped it, at about thirty. Yeah, but like it fucks you. So you just need to like the. I didn't even have any. Like I didn't. I didn't even. I did not even think about cramp when I ran. So when I started cramping, I had was completely unprepared, and I was like, oh fuck. And then this woman, thankfully, stopped and gave me some salt tabs. And then Josh was like, you're fucked from here. Basically, you're gonna be cramping all day. So if you do it, like if he starts cramping at 19, he's got two to go. Like that's not ideal. Yeah, but don't be soft. I'm saying yeah, just winner. take some fucking salt tablets. Yeah. That's what the runners do, dude. I'll grab yeah, some. Yeah, I don't know. If I have you got gels or not? Camel pack. You got gels? Nah, camel yet. pack. You don't need a camel pack. Well, yeah, I've got no idea. You got a camel pack? No, no there's not a What a noob. There's aid stations every two k's. Dude, don't get a camel back, dude. That's embarrassing. Yeah, fat noob stuff. Dude, that's serious noob shit. No, how much water are you going to drink? Like, I you're don't not know, I'm a smashing boy. fucking liters of water. You, I sweat a lot as well. Who gives a fuck? It's just winter. Need to replenish. Yeah, no, it's going to be cold. Yeah, on you Sundays, replenish right. at the aid stations. Camelback. You'll drink too much if you. What's going to be your camelback? Chocolate milk. What are we doing? That's actually not a bad shit. No, you'll over, you'll over, you'll over hydrate, mate. Yeah. Where are you doing? Is it the Sydney one? Yeah, the Sydney one. Sydney half. Yeah, around the city. Document it, please. Where yeah, at? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's a similar track to like the. Uh, the well, it wouldn't marrow. be it wouldn't be similar to ours because we did a full. Yeah, yeah. obviously, it's, so it's obviously it's double. At best, so it's, it would be 50%. it's not as good as the feet that you guys pulled. Well, no, it's off, not. It's halfway there. Uh, well, to step in the right. You got to finish it for it to be halfway. Well, right listen, direction. listen. You could you could say from a distance perspective, it's halfway there. I can I can guarantee you haven't run one. It's it's considerably more than half. Yes. Even the though race, so people that run marathons and I've run one, yeah. we all say that the race only starts after halfway. Yeah. Yeah, so once you've run a half marathon, that's when the race starts. So I'm technically not even running. You're not even and doing then, anything. And then it really doesn't start until Til like 30. the 35th K. Yeah. That's when it really yeah, okay. starts. That's when it's then that's when you're like, oh shit, I'm running a marathon today. Yeah. Well, I don't even and know. And I'm in the thick of it. And I've got seven Ks to go it. and I'm about to collapse. Yeah. But once you've run it, punters and dribblers, just to round out this segment, once you've run one, you can give shit to people for the rest of your life. Yeah. Which is what I do. Shout out to and Ollie maybe, Archibald, who has never run a marathon. And uh, think about this. If you run one, you could, there's a seriously good chance, I would say like at least 90% plus chance that you'll end up in Sydney Confidential. Because we did. We did, and we're in Sydney Confidential. So we ran one, and now we're in Sydney Confidential. So think about that. Just let that sink in. Ollie Archibald have never run a marathon. Never. Never. And he's like a fit guy. No, he's a fit guy. Oh, I'm tall and I'm broad-shouldered and fit. And hot. Hot. Yeah. Not that hot. Well, not hot enough to run a to marathon. To run a marathon. Yeah. Like do- he is doing one. Well, but it, but he oh, was he doing one. one? Is he? Well, we'll uh, he isn't doing one until he finishes the finish line. Yeah, that's true. Crosses the finish that's line. That's a great point. So, Ollie. We're all doing a marathon until the marathon comes and then you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Ned's. The best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Ned's profiles app. You'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent 
on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yeah. or Hines doesn't play. Yeah. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets do you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't, didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests. You're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hello, Before we get into the rugby league, um, we're back doing all talk with Sen this yeah, yeah. week. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. kicking it off with the fucking greatest offie of all time, Nathan Gaz Lyon, 
who came in last week for a yarn. Great man. We did face him in the Hello Sport Nets. I'm a huge fan of Nathan's work. Yep. Just a just an objectively glorious man. Glorious. Nice knockabout fella. Um, a, real, a real charmer. Yep. Uh, a real a real Australian. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You looked at him and you just thought, God, that guy's Australian. Thick hands. Thick hands. Which you need because obviously you're bowling all the time. You yeah, when you, when you shook his hand, you knew that that man ripped fucking kookaburras for the nation yeah. and dukes. Well, kookaburras would be terrified of those hands. Seriously. Like, he's murdered kookaburras. Yeah. And that might sound awful. Well, like, get off our backs, Peter, before you, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about like six wait stitches. Wait for context here, Peter. We're waiting for six stitches. Peter, chill out. Sit, sit back down, Peter. Sit back down. He didn't murder kookaburra birds, although he could. With those hands, he could. Yeah. He's he's murdered six stitches. Snap their necks and shit. But a great yarn. Had a great yarn. He had a bit to say. He did have a bit to say. He had a bit to say. He had a bit to say. Let me say that. Hey, let me say he had a bit to say. Let me say he had a bit to say. No, let me say. Okay, you want to say it. He had a bit to say. Okay, you say it. Now, that's going to be on uh, SEN tomorrow night. I think it's at 8 p.m. Forgive me if I fucked up the time there. And then the full potty will be out. Later in the week for Hello Sport, and that'll be for the, it'll be on YouTube and on our podcast Chanel. It'll be out Sunday night. Chanel number so five. So if you remember from last year, punters and dribblers, if you can remember back that far, we would release our SEN interviews on Sunday night at like six p.m. That's what's going to be happening again Sunday night six p.m. If you want to be, if you want to sort of. Uh, quell your anxiety. Rugby league's just finished for the weekend. You're like, what the fuck do I do now? You, you put on gas yeah. and us. I don't want to go and watch 60 Minutes and hear all the fucking way the world's falling apart. That's right. Know. Order yourself Chinese, put Gazza on, and have a Maz. Yeah. A, a Maz with Gaz. Gaz is promoting Goated. Now, that's this new platform that he's launched, which is basically where you sign up. It's like a subscription-based thing where you sign up and you get all of this content um, basically for your favourite players. Now, it's launching with him first and they're bringing on a host of other talent. Smorgasbord. You get like, if you become a member, there's like access to exclusive events, signed limited merch, digital collectibles, but exclusive content. So as he says in the podcast, as he sits down with his batting coach, his bowling coach, his um, sports psych, talking through all of these different things. Headingly, for example. Yep. Headingly. Heard of it? Remember it? Bit of that, an elephant yeah. in the room there. Yeah, sports psychs everywhere were fucking licking their lips when they saw that up and going, we've got some damaged cricketers we need to help. That's right. So goes through a bunch of shit there. There's like but over 100 A bowling of, masterclass. Yeah. Imagine getting the greatest offer Australia's ever produced showing you how to take wickets for the nation. Not so, a bad sign-up offer. It's a, It seems like it's going to be a great thing for like, yes, obviously if it's for you, right? You go in yeah, but it's also a great gift for someone who you know, you know, if it's like, yeah, you're fucking for your someone mates, you love. For someone you love. Siblings. Someone who really wants to, you know, get stuck in and binge on the goat. Uh, and so you go to goatedverse.com. Dot au? Uh, just dot com. Go so to G-O-A-T-D verse.com. There may be a couple of giveaways that we might be able to give. Uh, we may be able to give some uh, free signups away as well at some point. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But we're back with SEN, motherfuckers. Tuesday night. Now, bit of rugby league, punters and dribblers. Brought to you by our good friends at KO. All games on KO. You would have missed a few on the weekend, and by a few I mean eight. 
No, not eight. You would have missed five. You would have missed five. You would have missed. You would have missed five games of rugby league football, which in this day and age, punters and dribblers, is completely and utterly unacceptable. Yes, You're not allowed to miss games, and if you do, you need to be able to watch them back quickly, like the KO mini. Yeah, can't do that anywhere else. It's as simple as that. I'm not making it up. No. Thank you to Kaya. Now, I just got a quick question, and I know that we've got a couple of things on the board that we want to. We've got a through. few. I just want to ask you a question. Yep. Do you think that the the subsequent pile on by the media on the Sydney City Roosters has come off the back of us basically bringing it to everyone's attention that unless they have, uh, you know, like an immortal or a, a few immortals, yep, they aren't they don't win. Well, I think it's further evidence, as if we needed any more, Tom, that you and I are visionaries and almost elite in our field, and and almost the uh, tastemakers of rugby league. We're tastemakers. We we we're trendsetters, to use a fashion term. Shout to Fashion Week in Sydney this yep. week. Very exciting time for all of us. Yep. Um, listen, Tom, we 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 recognised. I'd say a month ago, probably, that the Roosters are an objectively bad rugby league side if they don't have an immortal or an immortal in waiting playing for them. Mm. That's as simple as that. Now, combined with the fact that Suwalei seems to have forgotten how to play rugby league at elite level since signing with the rugby union um, cousins code code. Uh, at the start of the season or close to the start of the season, it, almost as if he's caught a bad case of the unions. Um, and All the th- roosters. All the roosters, depending on how you want to look at it, he's 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 not going as well as he probably would have liked. Do you know what I like, though, uh, about the there's a There's a particular state captain, Tom, who's probably not paying his best footy. No, being, he's being picked, picked on form. I mean, sorry, picked on uh, reputation. For origin, not for form. But what I like about the Roosters is they go and sign a 17, 18-year-old highly touted schoolboy football player in Sam Walker, who at time of signing weighed no more than 16 to 17 kilos. Well, he right? looked... He, he looked. looked like a, a he looked a little. He looked a little bit like a, a, a year ten, year eleven Edward Simpson. Yeah. skin and bones, wiry, small. Yep. Could have been a toy. Could have been a rugby league like a, a toy. I've got on good authority sixty five kilos, dripping wet. Tom. Yeah, soaked to the bone. Now, what I like about the Roosters is they sign a young child, basically mm. throw him into the cauldron mm. of first grade rugby league football, and basically go. Because if my if my memory serves. He was feeling when they first signed him. He played like close to a full season as a as a pup. He, he got rookie because of the year. someone was ruled out. Someone was injured. Kieran. Was Kieran was injured that year. Yeah. So who was playing sixth then? Drew. Drew maybe uh, Lockie like uh, there was a Lockie Lamb or someone. Yeah, there was a Lamb. There was a couple. There was a Lamb kid running around. There was a Lamb, but the Roosters, and you saw this with Carl Flanagan as well. Slightly different situation, but not too dissimilar. They're like, hey, well, slightly, slightly. hey, hey, kid, despite the fact that you've got, like, established representative styles all around you, win us a comp or we're going to fuck you off. Be generational immediately mm. or fuck off. It is- like, let's not blame Luke Keery or James Tedesco or anyone else in that side for the fact that we're shit. Yep. We're going to fucking send you back to the shitters and get rid of you. Yep. 
and put a guy at, at and 20. put a guy in there at six who's not a six. Well, we'll put a fullback in there at six, a centre fullback, yeah, at a centre fullback at six, and and see how he goes. What's interesting as well, Tom, I think raise, worth raising, and I've heard this said elsewhere, but obviously because we were first to market, it's basically what you and I said. Kiri doesn't seem he seems to be immune from any sort of criticism. I think the Rue maybe even brought was it Rue was and Timmy Roo? were bringing that up on. Um, and Rue makes a terrific point on the World Acclaimed Nerd Out live stream Friday night. Thanks to SEN. If you missed it, you're a loser. Um, he was like, why doesn't Kiri get any attention? And he, he makes a fucking reasonable point. He does. Three-time premiership winner Luke Kiri, supposed to be, you would say... The man? He's the man. He's the man in the side. And I'm not seeing a lot of man out of him. No. I'm seeing very little man. I'm not seeing enough man. That's for damn sure. I'm not saying like Devin Booker levels of man. No. You know what I mean? I, um, I just wanted to get this article from Buzz Rothfield because this is what – because obviously Buzz clearly, you know, biting on our, on our uh, thoughts. The Sydney Roosters are the most pampered team in the NRL. You walk into their new centre of excellence and the entrance could be mistaken for a six-star hotel or Qantas first-class lounge. Oh, wow. A stunning reception desk crafted from imported marble. Fresh flowers adorn the marble bench top. Fresh flowers. As opposed to what, rotten flowers? I don't know exactly. Like, that's not necessarily pampered. Well, as, a fl- as opposed to no fake, flowers. Or fake flowers, maybe. A state-of-the-art gym. Uh, lecture theatre. Now, is that lecture as in, like, are you getting, like, TED Talks in there? Or is that just, like, where they have coaching? I think a lecture theatre is almost like a small auditorium. Yeah. Kitchen and dining area. Kitchen, no way. Games kitchen. room. A kitchen, dude. A sauna. Recovery pools. Pampered. Absolutely pampered. The kitchen, of, I think, is probably... Well, listen, dude. That I, takes the cake. I don't think it's the kitchen so much as it's the Michelin star chef that works in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, they do seem like spoiled brats you know just mm. spoiled kids who get everything they want and then they don't play good footy like it's all good well and good having a michelin star hatted chef restaurant in your sort of facility is this a silk sheets type situation silk i mean silk pajamas is there something is there a, is there a fabric better than silk do the roosters play in silk put the silks on boys do they play in silk are their jerseys made of silk would you be shocked if they were? No, it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be. be some sure. sort of uh, hardy silk. Yeah, they all get dri- drivers to and from the, the club. Obviously, you know, uh, I believe they're Rolls Royces, picking them up to and from their house. Well, they've got, yeah, that's exactly what they do. Picked up, dropped off, private massages, private chefs. Now, those massages, do they involve happy endings? Because that seems like something that a decadent club would do. Well, I think, Tom, that any if you're rich, you get wristies. You can get the option for a wristie if you want it. Mm. Rich people, when they get massages, and I've just heard this on the the grapevine. Well, we're not rich people, so it's okay. We're I'm talking know. about. I'm talking serious wealthy punters and jibbers. You got to be worth half Roosters a bag. Wealth. You got to be worth. You got to be a billy, a trilly. You've got the option to get jacked off or sucked off if. You so want to. Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know. It's all alleged. I can't be sure. But that's what it seems like to be the case at a club like the Roosters where it's like, 
They don't work for anything anymore. They, Mate, grew, they you, might have grown up you, grinding, but now got, you're sucked every If you've morning. got sucked and rubs, if you've got sucks and rubs on a platter, a yeah. silver one. Yes. You're not going to play good, hard, tough, honest rugby league football because no. you know you're getting sucked whenever you want. But also, you know, like how much is – how valuable is a Michelin star restaurant chef to what you should be – like do I need to have some DJ No, no, you should be eating pasta out of a bucket. Yeah, do I, do I need some really brasserie-style no, meats? No, brasserie-style. Ox-tongue and shit? No, no, no. Ox-tongue doesn't get your rugby league championships rings. No. It's eating pasta out of a bucket in the back of a demountable. That's yeah. where Manly won their fucking premierships. Devon Logs. Devon. I guarantee you the boys out of Penrith are shelving Devon. Yes. And winning. Michelin star, hatted restaurant chefs serving up fucking quail eggs and shit. No, dude. That's not going to get the job done. Quail eggs will never get the job done in a sporting sense. It's just not going to happen. No. You That's don't not need, rugby you league. You don't need red wine jus on everything. No, you don't. If you get a... If, if you're pampered, right, to that level, getting your nails did before yeah, the game. Yeah, they do. They get they get their money in the petty. They get their hair blown. Get your sacks waxed. Yeah. it's it's It doesn't amount to anything. And I think what we're seeing is a club that had great success with an immortal there, or at least very close to an immortal in Cooper yeah. Cronk. And then you just think that there is a piece of piss. You mm. think, oh, winning comps is as easy as the blowjobs I get every time I ask for them. Yeah, no, the Roosters have never won a tough season ever. Like they've never, never they've never gr- gritted out a comp. And when it got gritty, they lost. Yeah, when it got gritty, they lose or they lost. I mean, they lost Mitchell Pearce, who you all like to shit on, and you came almost dead last after the dog stuff, and he got kicked out for eleven weeks. I think they came second last that season. Mm. Oh, Mitch, Mitch can't play, so we're just going to roll over and and basically cop it. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing right now this season. We're seeing a club that's done some things, seen some things, um, but is given some things. Yeah. Roll over and present. Like, yeah, basically with the side that they have, they should win the comp and they won't and they're a disgrace. So people might be sitting there saying, you're just deflecting, you're deflecting. We're not deflecting. I give you. I give you the hot tip. If I had, if Tom and I had the Roosters side at our disposal as Manly fans, mm. don't you think I'd be a little bit critical? Yeah. Don't you think? Don't you honestly think I'd be a little bit critical? I know that people was probably sitting there saying, "I'm trying to deflect." I'm not trying to deflect. What I'm saying is, if we had that side, I'd be very critical, and it's my job to call it as I see it. Yeah. And I see. A side getting over sucked and it's translating on the field. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying, and that's what it is. That's the nature you of the You haven't had beast. to work for your sucks, Roosters. The Roosters are a fair weather football side. Fair weather as fuck. And it's as simple as that. And we need to have the best team ever assembled and nothing standing in our way. Yep. Unless we have a side like, you know, two thousand Broncos, basically just like a kangaroo side. Yeah. No, we can't win. We can't do it. Simple and as that. And that's tough for you Roosters fans who just don't know, you know, it's in so, not in your DNA to do it tough. No, you don't know how to do it tough. And that's, it's not fine. It is what it is. Um, like the players. Yep. You're no, I love the players. Great guys. Always love the players. Still do shout Angus Stryden, yeah, yeah. one of the greats. Yeah. Connor Watson, great bloke. Yeah. Terrific bloke. Cheese. <laughs> don't get me started on him. Great, great people, great players. 
It's just a club thing, culture thing. Yeah, but it's all Sam Walker's fault. So now we move on, Edward, after blaming Sam Walker. Can I say something, Tom? Yep. I just need to be honest with the yep. punter and with the dribbler. Okay. Really honest. Be honest. Sunday, 4 p.m., a.k.a. yesterday, was a frustrating two hours. Yeah. It, it was, was It was two hours of pure, unadulterated frustration. Can I be honest? I turned it off. Did ya? Yep. I just I just kept it. I went and had, I you went turned and had, it off. I went and had Mother's Day dinner. Right. Well, and those things to do. Yeah. Well, it, listen. It was a dinner I could have had the phone on at. It was went with Street and Carly babies, and I said, you know what, dude? I had the writing was on the wall. I was seeing what was happening. I was just like, I don't. I'd prefer to be pleasantly surprised if things started going my way. Mm. than to watch them not go my way. It was a horrific start. Yep. We couldn't get out of our own end. Nope. We were pretty intent on making some defensive blunders yep. and a healthy amount of errors. Yep. We were pretty we were pretty intent on that sort of approach to the game. We f- we showed a lot of guts in the second half. I think we probably had 15, 20, maybe 25 sets attacking their line before we scored a try. Good to see us get over in the end. Mm. Quick hands from Burbo out to Garrick. Good stuff. Loved it. We had a lot of footy in the second half, and I dared to dream. Mm. I thought we might be on here, boys. We could be on. Do you believe in miracles sort of stuff? Now, did Brad Parker decide to not give it to Ruben Garrick, who could have straight down the sideline to give me two tries in my about even bed? Sure, but it's not about that. No. And I forgive Brad. Brad can do no wrong in my eyes. It would have been nice if he gave it. Mm. Would have been cool if it he gave it. Nice. Would have been sweet if he gave it. I wouldn't have cared if he gave it. I would have been happy if he gave it. He didn't give it. That's fine. I move on. Mm. Croker scores a try. Gets us into there with a with a bit of a fucking sniff. How did how how did you feel seeing Tommy get burnt by Nicaragua? Uh can I ask you something, Tom? Can mm. I just bring something You're up? You're gonna return my question with a question? Yeah, I am. Okay. I'm gonna counter a question with a question. Sure. Obviously not state that Burba, uh, Turbo gets burnt by Nicaragua. Mm. But why is he defending on the wing? <laughs> why was Turbo on the wing? Look, I don't know. Does that strike you as odd? Strikes me as odd. Don't think I've ever seen him defend on the wing. Was it an intentional thing? Was it just a? Was he like? Was it? Is he? Is it because he's fucking injured and we're just like being forced to make him play rugby league when it doesn't seem like he's up to it? It just. It just seems strange to me that the fullback bloke, who generally speaking at the back, I listen. I want to start with. I want to say this. Defending on the wing. I love Turbo and I feel for Turbo and I hope that he's like. I'm sure he's feeling the pressure of this situation at the moment and it's not meant to seem like a pile on or anything, but. He is not – he's either not fit or he's not uh, mentally fucking prepared – like, a, not prepared, but, like, mentally there to play, right? Like, if he's struggling to just flick the switch and just go, fuck it, I've got to try and unload this thing. Like, I, I, it's just like oh, – I, I don't understand what, what – I don't understand what happens from here. Is this – or – or is the injury now that this is the new turbo? He's not as quick. He's not as damaging. Also, though, on a completely now to, to suck turbo in the same rant, his fucking stats. Can you just get his stats up? He ran for 197 meters. Like 
I would. I tell you what I want to do, and it may, probably won't be for this podcast. Maybe I'll do it on about even. But I just want to compare Turbo stats from the weekend across the board with every fullback in the fucking game. 191 run meters, 41 post contacts. Not that good. Well, it's not that bad. It's not. It's, it's not that bad. It's, it's not that good. It's it, it's no no. It, what it Tackle is. Tackle breaks one. Not amazing. Uh, dummy half runs. Uh, offloads to. Tackles made Tackle seven, missed three. Seven, missed three. That's not, not that's not the point. We can look at stats until the. What fucking... about his um like try assists and shit? Handling no. errors. A couple of handling errors is not. He great. didn't have any try assists. No no no. Sorry, line break assists. Anything? No, any assists? No, 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 any nothing, note? Nothing. Okay. So look, the meters were good. But how do we want to look at it, right? Do we want to look at it, just look at the paper and just go, oh, yeah, great meters? Is no. That, that's not really the fucking point, right? No, it's not. The point is Tom Trebojevic, who we know has a ceiling higher than anyone else's in the game, arguably anyone else's in the history of the game, if you want to go at his absolute damaging best, am I a little biased? Sure. No. But there's nothing wrong with a little hyperbole. He isn't playing to his ability right now. He's playing within himself. I don't know if that's PTSD, Tom, which it could be, or Nolsey's getting him to, like, move a different way, and that's translating in a lack of speed. I'm starting to think Nolsey might have been a sleeper for one of these other clubs. I don't know what it is. All I know is Tommy doesn't look himself, mm. and it's as simple as that. Now, he... he, he he was running the footy. He was hitting it up well. Like, he was going in there, early tackles, late tackles in the set. You just can't get burned by Britton Nicker like that. Like He's getting that, burned by everyone. Everyone's burning him. I can't, you can't, like, I don't know what that is. Everyone's I burning I feel bad him. for him. He's not, he's, he's not attacking the line like he used to. He's sort of, he's lethargic when he gets it out the back of shape to get really X's and O's with the fucking punter and the dribbler. Mm. Just not, not looking the same. Now, can I put a gun to your head? Because I'm about to... Is he in or out? I think for his, for himself, he's out. Like it's not about. I don't give a like. It's not for me. It's not about New South Wales here. It's about him. I'm like, he's not in the right space to be playing for the state. No, he's not. I, would I prefer him or Campbell Graham? I'd prefer Turbo every day of the week. But I don't feel like it's the right thing for him right now. He he looks laboured. I can't ignore what I see. But I love Tommy, and I just need that to be at the No, no, we love Tommy. We love Tommy. Tommy. I just feel bad for him because it seems like it's so obvious something is up. Something's amiss. Yes. Something's not quite right. And I think that all of us in the rugby league community, those that bleed blue, and we'll get to Joey Johns in a second because that that man bleeds blue. Mm. But in, in, in the... Bleeding of blue stakes, Tommy bleeds it, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that he, probably more than anyone, wanted to go out there on the weekend and go, yo, I am origin ready. And I didn't see it. And it pains me. It really breaks my heart. Would you prefer... if he? But I'd also, and this is just me again, maybe I'm biased. I'd be going, brah, what's going on? What's the, if I'm Freddie, I'm calling going, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. I need to know. I need to hear it from your... Is it PTSD? Is it Nolsey trying to get you to move in a weird way? Are you 80%? Are you 70%? Where do you reckon you're at? Do you, are you, or do you think... Or you can't explain what's going on? Because maybe it takes an orange game to snap him out of it. Yes. I don't know. Like if, you, if he says, I'm ready to go, coach, put me in, coach, and you put him at centre, I believe in him. 
I don't think you want him to get fucking dominated in origin. Like, that would be so bad for the soul for Tommy. Like, for him to get picked in origin and for him to be getting burnt by, like, edge back rowers and shit, like, I just don't think that he needs that. And the state doesn't need that. No, the state certainly doesn't need that. I know for sure the state doesn't need that. I'm just merely pointing out that if he says to Freddie, I don't know what it is, but I feel I feel 100%, or it's not some like movement thing that knows he's got him doing because he's a sleeper, or it's PTSD, maybe he just needs something to click. Do would you know you what I mean? To, would you prefer to have the... You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Would you prefer to have the firing Tommy Turbo with the constant looming risk of injury or the playing within himself seems to be running at like second gear Tommy Turbo. What would I rather? Yeah. Honestly? I think I'd prefer the psycho Tommy yeah, Turbo. Yeah, probably. But maybe that was maybe that was an aberration. Is that the term? Maybe that was just an anomaly. That season or two seasons where he just ripped everything up and just caused absolute havoc. Maybe that was just a dream. But he almost. was better he's always been better than this. Has he? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm clouded no, now. No, maybe no, I don't no. know. No, nah, he's always been better than this. Take, just, a, take away the burnings. Take away the burnings. As in... He hasn't... Like, he's like his tries. His, look, I think there's also probably an element of the fact that Manly as a side, attacking-wise, is not going very well. Shout out to Daly Cherry Evans, who's been the best player all season. Uh, by... At 34. By some margin. But, yeah. Like, we, um, we as a side have not been performing well, generally speaking... Like, we're okay. We've had some great... We've, we've been up and down, smiles and frowns. Some games, some weeks we're great. But, like, I found Seabold in this post-game press conference not really given much. Oh, I'm proud of the way we stuck to it. We could have given up. It's like, yeah, sure, dude. But, like, we were fucking 20 to 2. 20 to 2 with... It, we didn't appear to know what we were doing sometimes. Now we've got fucking injuries to Kelma and Josh Alloyer. Schuster might be back this week. We've heard that 50 fucking times already this season. We haven't even played 50 games. So you know what I'm saying. Um, Cherry Evans is going to be quite the loss for as Origin. we go into Origin period. We're going to be – I think we lose him for – oh, because we've got a buy. So maybe – I can't do the numbers on top of my head, punters and dribblers, but he'll be missing for games, which is not great. Because fuck knows, without him, I don't know – I don't know where we'd be, quite frankly – so we've got Raiders this weekend. Then we've got the Knights. So he'll be missing that game. 28th of May. Yeah, so he'll miss against the Knights away. Go down, Dave. Um, and then I can't be bothered to work the rest of it. Nah, out. fucking who cares? Either way, not great for us at the moment. Just not great for us at the moment. No. We're sort of, we're clicking for bits and then we're not clicking. You know, we're... We're fucking up at the wrong times, giving away penalties. We don't have errors. enough go. We're, we're, we're lacking go and we're lacking oomph. You know what we're lacking? Gusto. Like we were, when at one point it was like we the the Sharks were, you know, 10 from 10 or 11 from 11 sets and we were we were 9 from 10. But they'd made 200 more metres than us. Like our oomph was just non-existent. You need oomph to win rugby league games. We're lacking oomph, dude. We'll get to Sipley back next week, which is good. Like, he needs to just be a lock. Um, we're missing 
oomph. We are, we are. We're there's a distinct lack of oomph in our side, and that's tell you what I saw in the paper. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but fucking a photo of Turbo and Nico yeah. Hines celebrating in manly under 20s jerseys yeah when just, did you see young nico short hair oh bro just didn't turbo say say something along the line well, i wish but, he was playing with yeah him? he goes listen i don't spend my life fucking dwelling but he's like it would have been nice to have him which is a great point from turbo because it would have been anyway congratulations to ruben on 100 games yep what a hot 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 piece of ass meant a lot to be there yeah it was nice present your jersey Couple of sort of nice words. Yep. With the family. Tears. Oh, mate, plenty. Plenty of tears. But 100 games. Just another great play that the Dragons have let go. Well done to the Dragons who suck. And actually, while we're on the Dragons, Eddie, Checker threw his hat in the ring to coach. Did you see that? Trent Barrett. Checker. Checker did. Checker threw his hat in the ring. So after that Lebanon stint, he's got a real taste for things. Checker, well, look, it was swiftly rejected by the Dragons. Oh, they were like, no. Yeah. But he threw his hat in the ring. I respect him for throwing his hat in the ring. So do I. Is Hook now done, officially? They're saying it might even be done today. See you later, Hook. Yeah. Hook hooked. Hook has been hooked. That, like, do they have the cattle? The Dragons? No. To do what? That's what, but I'm saying, like, is this a coaching thing? Or is this a you've got a shit side thing? Well, I mean, the shit side, though, is also partly, like, he's partly responsible for the side, right? How responsible? Maybe. He wouldn't be that responsible. Dude, he it. was doing money ball. He was getting, he got Aaron Woods, he had Maguire, he had McCulloch, he had fucking... Money ball, I don't think, translates that well to uh, a game like rugby league. That was the, but you understand what I'm saying. No, I no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that point and I'm adding to it. Yeah, and that seems fucking. Yeah, that stupid. doesn't seem like a smart move. Um, whatever. Whatever. Who do you think gets it? Um, I think Jason Riles is the front runner, who apparently has a humongous dick. And I know that's <laughs> oh my not god. I know it's not important, but I've heard. From rugby league players who I tell you what, shared though, the rooms with him. I tell you what, though, not a bad final slide in your PowerPoint presentation, just flopping the old boy onto the table. Well, it should be the final shot. Pick me. Yeah. Well, not pick me, as in I expect the job. Yeah, true. Or expect... Ben Hornby as well, a former wrath. Dragons player. Dean Young, former Dragons player, I think is also someone they're looking at. But if, if Jason Riles' dick is to be believed... And... Listen, I have I've no reason heard, to... I've only heard it once, but... I've heard it from... If it sounds right. I've heard it from the mouths of those who shared the rooms and showers with the great man. And it's... It's a, apparently it's big. A thing of beauty. Yeah, and like a foreskin that could, you know... Choke a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so anyway, God. checker. I respect Checker. Um, I think it would be a very, like, I don't think that would be the right call for the Dragons, given Checker a great coach of rugby union, not necessarily. What's he doing now, Checker? Is he I just looking, he is he looking for a way back in or what? I or thought he was the Argentinian coach still. I don't have any idea. It seems interesting that he's looking for the Dragons coaching gig. Well, if you're the Argentinian side, you're like, hey, what? You're like actively That's pursuing what I mean. rugby league. That's what I mean. It seems fuck. interesting. Yeah, he is still the Argentinian coach. 
Fuck, not for long, you'd imagine, if he's already trying to bail. Well, he, well, it's interesting that he'd be doing that in a World Cup year. The World Cup's like six months away, and he's checking going, give me the fucking Dragons job. Don't you find that odd? Maybe it's maybe it's just that, like, um, you know, media posturing from, like, managers and shit where it's like, renew me for Argentine, for Argentina. Argentina. Argentina, Jesus, Jesus right. Jesus Christ. Yep, sure. Um, you know what I mean? Like, renew me, bruh. Otherwise, I'm going to go and coach the Dragons. Except, unfortunately, the rumor wasn't allowed to fester for very long. The Dragons were just like, nah. Well, listen, if that is him posturing for more money out of Argentina rugby well, It's another contract. It's not. It's, a, it's an interesting and it's a bold decision because he was never a sniff of getting a first-grade rugby league job. You not as the head so. coach. You would not think so. Not as head coach. He's more of a Lebanon sort of operator, yep. I would say, from yep. a rugby league perspective. No yep. offense to Czech, great coach. Or to Lebanon. No, absolutely not. But it was a quick Nabra from the Dragons, and a similar Nabra happened over at the Dirty Merger Club, that is the West's Tigers. Because what? Blue Wiggle Anthony slash Field. Head Wiggle, Anthony Field, original Wiggle slash... I think him and his brother started the Wiggles. He came out in a Balmain Tigers wiggle jumper and basically was like, I want to buy the club, split Tigers and Magpies, return the Tigers to Leichhardt, and the Magpies can fuck off to Western Australia, to which I think the rugby league community collectively giggled Mm. and, like, in a patronising, like, aw, cute. The Blue Wiggle wants to buy the Tigers. Now, in terms of financials, I'm pretty sure he's balling out the ass and could comfortably buy the Tigers. But the Tigers are the team that everyone is kind of like, we could fucking get rid of Balmain and just keep West. Yeah, I think you've got it the wrong way around. Sorry, brah. I looked up his net worth. It was hard to get a, a, a number or a figure on it. But unless he's rolling in serious coin... The idea of buying West Tigers, fucking off the West Magpies element, recreating Balmain Tigers is one... That would be one of the great money pits all fucking time. Mm. Most of the members are where from? You get two guesses, punters and jubblers. That's right. Fucking Campbelltown. What about juniors? Where's all the money come from? Yeah, that's right. Fucking West Magpies. What about juniors? Yeah, they all come out of where? The fucking West system. The fastest growing area, might I add, in all of Australia. Seems like a pretty reasonable place to put a fucking rugby league side, don't you think? As opposed to gentrified out the arse in a western... uh, Balmain. The Berets. The Balmain Berets. The Balmain Berets... Listen, the Balmain Berets are not somewhere you'd want to set up a 2023 rugby league side. No. One of the last places on earth. No one in Balmain gives a fuck about rugby league anymore, unfortunately. That's listen. It's sad, and we can lament the demise of the once powerful Balmain Rugby League side. But facts are facts, and figures are figures. The people have moved on. Yep. They don't give a fuck about that shit. No. They only care about voting left, and that's fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But oh Jesus, this is about rugby league and what's good for the game. But and the Tigers themselves, the literal Balmain portion of the of the 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 merger, the dirty merger, were like, listen, Anthony, Tony, can we call you Tony? Blue Wiggle? Nah. Who said that? Balmain. Balmain said no. Yeah, I'm pretty Bal- sure 
Balmain released a statement in one of the lines, and it was, Recent comments by children's entertainer and longtime fan Anthony Field are fanciful and unrealistic. Okay. So that's like a Nabra from the heavens. That is one of the great Nabras. Do you think that's West, the, the West faction going come out and say something? Or do you reckon that's them going, we don't want to scare the West faction from fucking us off? They're, yeah, I think that they know that, like, listen, as much as the Blue Wiggle has the best of intentions for our club, if we start, you know, sucking off Blue Wiggle here and agreeing with him, you know, it's going to be panics. Like, I'm sure the NRL's already looking at the whole franchise, the Dirty Merger, generally being like, what are we doing about this pile of shit here? Sydney already overloaded with with clubs. Yes, yes, so it they is. suck. They're CEOs I'd like. I'd be. It'd be. I'd. I'd be interested to hear how the NRL views that current setup, because as the years go by, it becomes a a, a, a weirder and a weirder decision, in my opinion, to merge those two clubs. Mm. They couldn't be fucking further away from each other. Makes a whole. It doesn't make any sense at all. Nope. The inner west and the southwest of sydney like in almost every category completely different mm-hmm. so i'd be interested to see how they view that what what's what's the what's the commentary on that merger like in rugby league headquarters yeah how I do think, they see it i think they see it as a pile of poo now the other thing that came across our desk from tigers related is i it's a video of Alex Twal of Never Scored a Try fame um, and some guy who is not a rugby league player, but I think he maybe owns this burger place. That Only 23, so got a heap of going in him. Twal is 23? No, no, no. The burger guy is 23. How do you know that? Because I went on his Instagram. Oh, you went deep onto this guy. I just clicked on his Instagram link. It was in the fucking... And why is... Is he signed as a sponsor of the Tigers now? Is that... I don't know if he's a sponsor, if he's just like a famous fan. I don't know what the go is. Well, but basically they're making But he's a, a famous burger guy. Chubby? The maybe? end of this video is so... Chebo. Is just everything that's wrong with the... T- like, I don't understand right now what the fuck is going on. So the caption here, it's NRL West Tigers and it's Chebo. Chebo being the other guy in the video. Alex Twall is huge. Uh... When it's Chebo and Alex Toll step into the kitchen, fire happens. It's fried night footy. If you're waiting, wanting a cheeky cheat meal that will hit the spot, this chicken sandwich recipe using KFC Australia hot and crispy boneless chicken will have you drooling. What would you like to see them cook next? Okay, so this just looks like it might be a bit of a thing they're doing is like a social media content piece that is repeatable and... Uh, at KFC Australia, that's a first try score of burger if we've ever, if ever we've seen one. Hey, KFC, reach, reach out, out. KFC. Reach out, KFC. Um, I'll plug the shit out of yo, you guys. Dude, I'll stick your bloody popcorn chickens up at his butthole if you want to get in touch. That's, this, that's a Hello Sport promise. That's a Hello Sport promise. This video, though, is fine until the end. So I'm just going to – can we just watch it? Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm enjoying it. As big boys, we love – as big boys, we love a good cheat meal. But sheenzy has got us on a pretty strict diet. So here's a Karaka chicken sandwich recipe using KFC's hot and crispy boneless chicken. Hey bro, don't tell the coach. For our coleslaw, we go shredded cabbage, grated carrot, pepper, some mayo. Then we go celery salt, a bit of apple cider vinegar, and then a bit of honey, and finally some mustard. And now we mix. And there's our coleslaw. And for our sauce, we go mayo, a bit of barbecue sauce, and now we're just adding a bit of honey, splash of lemon juice, and a pinch of pepper. 
Care to do the honors? Yeah, sure. There you go. CEO approved. Like, oh. what are we doing? CEO approved. Sure, like, it's just, it's just Pasco sliding in there and getting his face on another fucking screen. Like, does anyone else? Surely, and I'm talking to US Tigers fans, surely this is starting to fucking piss Read the you comments. Off. The end ruins this video completely. Just when you thought West Tigers clip wasn't about Justin, the ending. Like, fucking hell. Where's this one? Awesome until that bloke gave us his unwanted opinion. <laughs> Hello, Sport Podcast. What a surprise the CEO is facing the end. Yeah. Dude, like, it's just... Great post, but delete the ending. Ruins it. Would have been his idea. It would have been. Just, of it course would have been his idea completely. This guy is such... And I, like, again, I feel, sometimes I feel bad talking shit. Like, he might be a great person as a person, right? But his, his, his CEO... His persona as a, as a CEO of the Tigers, he is such a fucking magoo. Is like, he trying to channel, you know, like an Eddie Hearn approach, a Dana White approach, just to just to be in everything, to be the face, to yeah, try and be cool. front and center? But I'm saying is that obviously he thinks he's cool. Right, right? Yeah, he clearly does. I'm just try, I'm confused why the fuck he thinks he needs to be in that does video. Does anyone show him these comments? Like, these are comments underneath a West Tigers post. Does he see the, like, hey, dude, maybe the fucking fans or, like, they aren't vibing you as a front-facing CEO. Maybe just be a CEO because the, the the commercial side of the Tigers is apparently very good. But he Do may, that. Maybe, he's, he, maybe he's living by the idea that any publicity is good publicity. But it's not, though. I would, I would vehemently disagree with because it doesn't make sense in this context. In this context, exactly. Like, let Alex Twal and let, Shebo yeah. run the segment. Shebo's some burger guy who's obviously a fan. And Twal's a f- done well for Twal's himself. like a cult hero. See, the video was great until the end. Like, that was Twal's it. Twal's doing the lifting for you, bro. You don't need to be in it. You ruined the whole video. Now I don't even want that burger. No. And I love KFC. Yeah. And I was saying that I really wanted that burger. Now I don't want it. No. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with that no. burger, given that you were holding it and you were in the end. Because you're annoying. I feel bad. I bet you. I can see Chebo and Twal being like, they're filming it. And then you see fucking... Him just rock up. Him rock into the room. And it's like, oh, he's like, hey, yeah. Oh, I had an idea for the end of it where I come in and go, see, I approve. And then being like... What? Okay, like we've done shit before in the past where like there's someone else there trying to add stuff and you're like, this isn't about you, bro. This isn't about you. And then they just force their way and you're like, okay, this is And then you have to say something. And then you got to say something lame. CEO approved. No. No. Jesus Christ, Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I'm sorry, but it is. It's pathetic. It's just lame, dude. I feel bad for the Tigers. What do you think about... um? What do you think about them going hard at Shawnee Johnson? Apparently, they were at like the rumors like he's getting off at one point two. Would you? Is like his life too short to go to the Tigers? If you're Sean Johnson and you're, at- I reckon, I'm, I'm, I'm. If I'm Sean Johnson, I'm staying in Auckland. Yeah, and I'm playing good footy for the Warriors, and they're going pretty well this year. Mm. And I'm enjoying myself, and I'm with my people. I'm with my brothers and we're ripping. We're having a great time. I'm not going to the West Tigers. There's way too much media scrutiny. There's so much media scrutiny. Yep. The most scrutinized side. Success is not fucking guaranteed. You, you still got, got this a, Magoo. You got Sheensy in there. And obviously Sheens has got a, a, a pretty nice rugby league re, uh, resume. But that's from the 80s and the 90s. Do you know what I mean? And 2005. 
that you could argue that was the end of his career and he's still coaching in 2023. Benji Marshall's never coached a fucking game in his life as a head coach. Who knows what's going to happen there? There's just a lot of what ifs for it's me. It's money. It's like as in if you were going at this stage yeah, of your career, but, but what's he getting? What's he getting with Warriors? Dude, you he know wouldn't be I mean? getting one point two. I know that, Tom, but is he getting all right coin? What's funny is, you know how the reverse... If he's on 600, I'm thinking about it. You yeah. know how everyone was blowing up and, uh, you know, the uh, the Paul Kent's of the world won't be getting into that one, but... Uh, if you th- if you thought we were going to talk Paul Kent today, you're sadly fucking sadly mistaken. mistaken. We will not be watching... We won't be touching that with a 10-foot pole. No, 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 no. No fucking way. No. So don't ask us about it. But back when they were all, you know, blowing up about Jack White and leaving for less money, I wonder if the reverse would be the same where it's like, what, why isn't he going to the Tigers? He's fucking getting offered 300 grand more to go play for the Tigers. Like, of course not. We all know that what that narrative was about. It was about protecting your best mate. Mm. Well, not protecting him, but having his back in the having media. Having his back. Be like have me having your back. I yeah. get it. Hey, it's, 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 it is it's, what it is. It is, what it is. We We're not get... touching it, though. Just so you know, we ain't touching it. Hey. Don't come at us listen, to try and touch it. We you, ain't touching if it. If you thought I was going to touch that... You're barking up the wrong You're tree, bro. You're off your head. We ain't touching not it. Not touching that. I'm not touching we ain't, what's been alleged. I'm not touching the I'm fact... I'm not going near those allegations. ...that Paul Kent has been alleged of some fucking wild stuff. No. I'm not touching it. No, we're not touching that. I'm we're not also touching, not touching the, fact, the fact that it's not being reported. I'm not touching the fact that in it's not places. been in certain papers. I'm not touching the fact that he was arrested. Hey, I'm not... T- hey, whoa! I'm not touching that. Whoa! Stop touching it, dude. I'm not touching it. You were it. touching it too much. I'm not... <laughs> Don't. it. Huh? Was I priming it? <laughs> you are no. We aren't touching it. So fucking. We're not touching it. That's not. Not touching it. Nah. I'm interested to see who replaces him. Well, we have had our hat thrown in the ring, and I mean, we thought we were going to get. We thought we were going to get a the hot job. Rock. We thought we were going to get a job before when Vonnie got it. Did we? Were we? Did well, we apply for it pre-Vonnie no, or was it so, after Vonnie? No, no, no. So post Icon, we applied. Yeah. And we were overlooked for Vonnie. Then we had a bad taste in our mouth, so we said, fuck you, and we gave it to our best friend and personal mentor, Braith and Astor. Yeah, that and was... Braith sort of taken it and run with it, and we're really proud Listen, of Braith. Listen, we, we offered it before Braith. We're not going to get into it. No, we're not. Did we give it to our best friend and first personal mentor, Braith and Astor? Maybe. I'm not going to confirm or deny. Um, now, would it be nice to sit across the desk from him? But you Maybe. and I are sharing a seat. Yeah, we'll share a seat. Like you said on my lap, I said on yours. Yeah, we'll rotate between segments. Do, do I want? Do I want to touch that after being overlooked initially? Maybe not. Maybe though. Maybe. I tell you what. Who, okay, let's we do a job. Let's say that we aren't picked, which is probably 50-50. 50 at this stage. Fifty percent chance we do get the job. Fifty percent chance we don't get the job. But I say do because I'm a glass half full sort of a guy. Yeah, you're an optimist. I'm an optimist. Now again, not touching it with a ten foot pole. But if it's not to be us. Who do you think replaces us? Replaces, not us, but... No, um, replaces us. Yeah. I... Maybe Reedy? I was going to say Reedy. I reckon Reedy's a go. I I don't really know... He'd, he'd be who I'd pick. I'd pick Brent Reid. I'd, I'd pick Brent Reid, He yeah. And for this reason, Buzz, I think, is... Too old. No, no, he's my own man. Stay, keep but him that's, where he he's is. He's good where he is, right? That's, no, no, he's why would you... Why to would come you... in and be, like, you know, angry and say, like, things like, you know... He's to kind of be a bit funny as well. Sometimes he's a punching bag, but he's also got good... In, like, he's got good he, mail. He's perfect where he is. He's perfect where he is. Yeah. He, he need not move. I feel like if he was to be the host, it would make the show a bit silly. 
No, I think I think that smart minds would recognise that he is perfect, cherry ripe, where he is. And I would say it's the same for Crawls. Crawls is good for a Tuesday or a Wednesday. He comes Whoa. in, he's emotional. Get out the know. Clan X. Yeah, the Let's have a cry together. Yeah. He's perfect for that role. Hooper comes in a bit later in the week. Later he's in the week more, with Carianis, and it's a bit more like, you know, the Wednesday guys. The, yeah, I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. You do Wednesday. You guys are Wednesday guys. That's it, and that's cool. You can get promoted up the ranks, but you're Wednesday guys. Brent Reid has been promoted to Monday night primetime Monday guy. Yeah, he's a, well, he's a Monday he's guy. He's a Monday guy yeah, alongside yeah. Buzz. I think now you get him. He doesn't have to be angry. You don't have to come and replace. No, I don't th- it doesn't need to be a like for like. It's not like for like. It's no. just about he's not afraid to say things that get people's dicks in a knot. That's right. And I like not a dick. He's also a great person. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. Again, not necessarily a like for like. I don't think you're looking for a like for like. Again, not touching it for ten foot. We're pole. not touching it. But I don't. If you're if you're the powers of B, I don't think you want a like for like. No. I don't think you want to keep doing this dance. I think, well, listen, I think that you were dancing one sort of dance and then the, the music might have changed. Yep. And if you were still dancing the waltz when it's maybe time for the cha-cha. Yeah. It's time left, for the cha-cha. It's you might don't be time to, for the cha-cha. So it's not always waltz time. No, it's not. It's cha-cha again, time now. Not touching it. Not touching it, won't not touch it. Not touching it. Certainly not touching it. Know that. Know that we're not if touching you, it. If you, if you want to get into our DMs and be like, dude, can't wait to hear you, we're not touching it. No. Wouldn't touch it. But I think Reedy steps in, does a job. It's before the courts. Before the courts. It's, it is before the courts, but... Which is why we won't be touching it. Craig Bellamy, punters and dribblers, uh, in, in news that may shock and it also equally doesn't shock at all, has agreed to stay on to coach the Melbourne Storm as their head coach in 2024. Bellamy's just a guy who's, who's pretty comfortable just fucking pushing things back. Is he a bit Tom Brady-esque and it's like... Like, you know, at the start of the year, when you heard him interviewed on NRL 360, he seemed like he was fucking over it. And it's like, and then... Which was interesting because it was the start of the he year. He can't quit. I just can't quit you. I think... He's, he's Hemsworth and I rugby think league coaching is Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain. Sure. I think he needs to stop fucking... Just, if you... I reckon wake up one day in the off-season and if you want to quit, just quit then. I don't think you need to keep saying that it might be your last season, it might not be. If they ask, just go, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not, yeah. There is Who a bit of... a shit? Like, there's a lot of honey get, dicking going like on. Like every season you saying that you're going to quit and not quitting, what are you, what are you doing? It's lost What's its the point? luster. It's lost its luster, Tom. There's no luster left. I swear the last six years he has been quitting. Cooper Cronk says it almost every week. He goes, I don't know what Bellamy's going to do, but he's been quitting for the last decade. So it's just another it's just another chapter chapter in the book of Bellamy quitting. He just wants to know. Listen, the guy's addicted to prams, right? He's not that old either. It's he's, not like well, he's, he's in his 60s. How old's fucking Wayne Bennett? Yeah, well, he's very old. Yeah, but he's setting the bench... Benchmark for what old cunts can do. Sure, but I guess it's about like what Joe do you Biden's want to be? the fucking president of the well, free yeah, world, and yeah, he's like he's, ninety-five. Yeah, but he's dead. He's all a I'm dead saying, man. all I'm saying is Bellamy strikes no, me. No, he's not. Sorry, Dave. He is. Bellamy strikes me as a man who's still got his wits about him, one hundred percent. He's yes. a pretty good rugby league, Nick. But what do you want to do? What do you want from your life? 
He like, wants. Do would, you want to just go and chill out, hang with the grandkids? Clearly not. Clearly not. Well, well but this it is seems like one of the quotes he said. No, he, goes, he goes, "I spoke to a few people I know who've retired from different jobs, and they spoke about the connection they have with people they see at work every day. And sometimes you miss that. So he wants to keep working. He wants to keep being with. The he boys. can't quit it. And he, if you do, sometimes when you are old and you just quit, you like you, That's when you start to just like your faculties desert you. I could have. You, you listen. I think that there's probably an argument to be made that he would, he would maybe be able to fill that work need of his if he was a director of football. Certainly wouldn't be as demanding or as stressful as a first grade first grade Coach. job. Maybe as well. Clearly, Bellamy loves the club. Like, just adores the club. Maybe it's a matter of, bro, we don't think we've got anyone. Well, they were going to bring in, like, they were They were looking at Riles then. They were yeah. looking at Billy Slater coming Well, in. apparently Billy's got, no, I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, Billy, what, what, Billy's like, I'd prefer to coach three games a year, get paid a shitload of money, yeah. and then also get paid a shitload of money to do nine, and then also get paid a shitload of money to, like, sell horses or whatever. Exactly. He's also got, like, a young family. Yeah. So, he's also, an, um, he's also an ambassador for bananas, so there's that. It's just, if there I'm Billy go. Slater, there is no fucking chance of me taking a first grade guy. What about a chance? Not even a chance. Not even a chance. Mm. Like, maybe a closer chance if it's a chance, but if it's a chance, no chance. No chance. Chance, no. maybe. Maybe chance, a chance, no, no chance. Yeah, I get you. There's just no way. Listen, if I'm the Storm fans, I'm like, thank fuck for think, that. Do you think that Cameron Munster knew this? So Bellamy said in a quote, he goes, Munster also came to me a few weeks ago and he said the players and the leaders were very keen for me to stay and thought I still had something to give the group. So he was, he was you know, campaigning for him to stay. I think that surely if I'm Cameron Munster, that's, I've got some sort of idea about this when I'm renegotiating. Well, no, they do because it's like his contract expires and then it's got to get renewed. So like you know it's at least up for renewal. So the conversation will at least be happening. No, I'm saying when Cameron Munster re-signed with the club two months ago, three months ago. It was last year, wasn't it? Munster, I think it was early this year. Was now the I'm Munster getting, thing? Or, or late no, it was last year. year. Late was it last year? It was last year. Fucking hell. I know, dude. It took me a while to well, I said a month or two ago. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was October last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. My brain. <laughs> but <laughs> Bellamy happening? did say as well, he goes, six or eight weeks ago, I was pretty certain that I would be packing things up. Yeah, dude. He's fucking changed, which is also a little bit concerning, where it's like, you know, you know when it's like, um, I remember this. He wants to win another premiership. When I, when that, this reeks of him wanting Pappenhausen back. Yeah, That's what but it reeks of. Of course he wants to win another premiership, but you know what it also reeks? It's like when you're in a relationship that you shouldn't be in and then you break up and then it's once you break up, you're like, oh no, I don't want to break up and, and get keep, back together. No, it's, oh, no, I want to break and up and keep, then you get back together. And you keep meeting up and you don't tell anyone, you keep slipping your penis in. And, yes, or your vagina. And you know it's, you know. Oh, or you wrap your vagina around a, a penis. Either <laughs> other. You just, you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. You, you know can't it's help wrong. back. You know it's wrong. You know you're over it. You know the relationship's running. Or a bum hole, by the way. Bum holes as well. Or a mouth. But like you know it's wrong that you're sliding onto another double ender, but <laughs> but you can't help it. You can't help but quit it. Yeah. Can't help but keep coming back. Can't help but keep coming back. And it, listen, I don't want it to get to a point with Craig where he's embarrassed to tell people that he's that he's coming back again. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're gonna make a decision that you think's right for you, you've got to stick to it and stop talking about it. Because I think it's unhealthy for you. And I'm probably unhealthy for your family, for you to go, I'm definitely quitting, and then sure as shit, no, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're the missus, she's probably booked up European holidays for next year. She's like, fuck yeah, we can finally go to a Europe summer. 
fucking oath. How good's this? She probably booked up half Europe. And yeah. now you've come in and gone, I'm not quitting. Well, those flights, were, well, they were sale flights. They're not refundable, Craig. <laughs> those hotels we got booked out six months. I got a special deal. I had to pay up front. Non-refundable, Craig. What are you doing to me? So, well, she's, she's going, hey, you enjoy the post-origin season, yeah. bro. And don't be, fucking off don't be, mis- don't yeah, be shocked if coast. I, don't be shocked if I find myself a, a summer lover. Yeah, an Italian And it happens so fast. Summer lover, having a blast. Is that even a song? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Might as well be. Yeah. I was reading, Edward. Yep. What were you reading, mate? No, I just wanted to tell you that I was reading. That was it. Good for you. I'm proud of you, mate. Thanks, man. Not a big reader, are you? I read the papers. I don't read. I haven't read a book. What for was a the while. last book you read? What was the last? I didn't read it. I listened to an audio book. Audio book. Does that count? No, it doesn't. Okay, well, that's not fair because I think it should. Sapiens, and I don't remember it. Good book. Yeah, good book. Really well written. Dense book. Shout out to Noah. Yuval Noam Harari. Noah. Yuval Noam Harari, I believe. Oh, there's Noah in there. I knew that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's probably the last book I read. That wasn't what I was talking about, though. He didn't read it. So anyway, keep going. No, I did read that. You just said you didn't. You no, said I read Sapiens. The book I didn't read was Dark Emu. I listened to it. And that was awesome. Sorry, I'm not a big fiction guy, punters and dribblers, with your swords and your mice that are fucking, mm. you know, running in castles and shit, whatever Jarch reads. Um, Dark Emu, written by Bruce Pascoe. Not sure if there's a relation to Justin there. Mm. I hope sure not. Be, I yeah. bet you there is. I hope not. Anyway, article surrounding Sydney Test. Now, Mike Baird, I've fucking ruined the city of Sydney fame and... Uh, ripped out its soul. Ripped out its soul and Has a lot of answer to Definitely, and then tried to shut down the Greyhounds before putting them back on. He basically he just fucked the city, and he locked out the. That so we can say that he locked out people from Kings Cross. We can we can and say and then but not the star, but not the star. And basically, what was funny was that after he shut down the cross, all these developers came in and basically just turned it into residential and restaurants. And one of the great, one of the great maps that when the when the lockout laws, it was just like, what's that slither in Piermont for? Oh fuck, is that where the casinos? Yeah, it is. Oh great. Uh, oh, but that's outside of the lockout uh, zone. That Mike Baird, that scumbag. He is now, I think, the head of cricket Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's shopping around the Sydney the, the New Year's Test. Shopping it around. Well, listen. There's interest. What does that mean? There's interest. Everyone gets a test. Yeah, but the New Year's test is a jewel in the crown. That in the Boxing Day. Yeah. Got to be honest about that. Well, no, of course, Boxing Day. It's a jewel, not the jewel. Yes. The jewel is Boxing Day. It's a, a jewel, jewel is New Year's test. Because I'm pretty sure that Adelaide is having a big stab at it, Dave. Is that correct? That is correct. It's a multi-million dollar South Australian push. I'm getting, you know what I like South Australia, like I, you know what I mean. I've got I no, res- I've got no beef with them, right? But don't like come onto my radar and start creating beef. You know they're not on my radar, but if they keep creating beef like this, they'll be on my radar. Listen, Adelaide, you can take the next best. You can take the third pick if you want. I don't give a fuck. No, if it's Perth or if it's Brisbane, or it's you. I don't care who gets third pick, but third pick you get. You've already got the day nighter. Just fucking shut up. Shh. Shut up. Obviously, the Sydney test isn't going anywhere. It's a tradition that dates back probably not that far, but far <laughs> enough for it to be important. Far enough for me to care. I actually don't know when we started getting the New Year's test, but I, I guarantee you it's probably not the 100 years that you think it is. No. I think 
you know, some people might be like, "Oh, the weather it rains in Sydney all the time." No, no, but it ra- no, no, no. But this is this is the thing about Sydney weather, and I'm going to blow some fucking minds here, puns and jubblers. Don't like, don't let this wig you out, but it, it might blow you away. In summer, in Sydney, rains the whole fucking time. So it doesn't matter if you move it to December or to January or to February. It's not going to make a difference. Zero difference will be made. Zero difference will be made. So yeah, it's going to rain. So get over it. But I think maybe what they're saying is, Eddie, and I don't know this to be true, but what they might be saying is that do you want to have a jewel in the crown where it might rain? So, sure, it's going to rain in Sydney regardless, but do we want the jewel to be rained on? Or do we just go, fuck, look, if it's the first test or the third, you know, whatever, like, rain all you want. But jewels in the crown? Well, can I can I come in over the top and, and make another comment that that may ruffle feathers, but it, but it is true. 90% of the time, Sydney is the last test in a series. And 90% of the time, it's a dead rubber. Doesn't true. mean anything. So you could argue, punters and jubblers, that it's actually the perfect fucking place for the test because it doesn't actually have a, a result bearing on it. Generally speaking, very, very, very few times you go to Sydney looking for a result that's going to dictate a series. Great point. So there you go. That's a great point. Sit on that. And, and rotate. Um, what were you going to say, Dave? Well, I was just going to say the tradition of New Year's tests in Sydney has been going on since 1971. That's long enough. Long enough. That's long, That's dude. 52 years, punters and dribblers. Rotate on that. That's raising you raise the bat. No, that's good. That's actually longer than I thought, and it, and it, it it instills in me a belief that it shan't be moved. Yeah, you sit on that and rotate. Sit on that and twist, baby. Mike Baird. Now, punters and dribblers, in some news that will please the punter and the dribbler, certainly pleased me. Test schedule out for next season. Now, obviously, there are some opposition in there that we may raise a cursory eyebrow to. Well, we got West Indies in like back-to-back series. Everyone but, like, but. But this summer, and I don't know if this is our good friends, the Indians, dictating when the fuck we play our test matches, but the first test, this is the Pakistan series, which I am looking forward to. December 14 to 18, Perth, test one. Test two uh, is the Boxing Day test. Test three, New Year's test. Obviously, we know the order in which they're played. Now, this is where it gets quite juicy from a I love my test cricket in January perspective. The West Indian series, January 17 to 21 at Adelaide Oval, and then the 25th to the 29th, the Gabba. That's, look, I don't mind this new Indian-affected, uh, we do whatever the Indians say, sort of setup. I am a little devo. I don't see Test Cricket till December, but I'm not that devo. I also do like that there will be some sport in January that isn't just Test. I, but having a look at this... If I'm just to eyeball what I'm seeing on the screen and looking, Tom, for ways to make improvements, Mm. a 10-day break in between series means that we leak well and truly into this overlapping with the Australian Open, almost exclusively. In fact, I think it'll basically be on, both tests will be on at the same time as the Australian Open. Yes. Is that ideal? Well, it is because... uh, there's, well, the, the the January sorry the sec, the final test is a day nighter. It looks like it's a January fifteen to twenty eight is the dates of the Australian. So it's exactly the same. Um, but I don't mind that. Just drowning in sport. Yeah, in dude, I love that. I like when there's two things on at the moment because Ko. Let me remind you, although I'm assuming the tennis not on Ko. No, it's not. But 
usually KO allows you to watch two things at once. It does. Now, as it purports to this specific situation, it is irrelevant. No, it's completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. But you can have multiple screens going. Anyone worth their salt these days is watching something, is watching two things at once at all times. I tell you what it does do. It motivates, I think it will motivate the nation to have the entirety of January off. Which is something that you and I... Because we're know. absolutely stacked. From the, from the 15th to the 29th, 15th when the Australian Open starts, to the 29th, which is the last day of the test, if it was to go to five days, we are drowning in sport. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Whippy, who's whipping around the yeah, neighbourhood. Yeah, if that wasn't going to get Evie up and about. Um, thank God she's distracted. She almost ran onto the road yesterday to fucking chase it, Mr. Whippy. So from... The 14th of December to the end of January, we are absolutely dripping. Dude, they're jamming sport. fucking five tests into two months, aren't they? Well, one. Six uh, weeks. One and a, yeah, that's a. Is that usually how it is? I don't know. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It's always close. No, nah, no, nah, that's about right. That's about right. When does the. It'd be good to get, and maybe we don't do that now, just got the cricket schedule, which is good, but. And then we obviously got the really exciting men's Dettol series, ODI uh, versus the Windies. Yeah, everyone's excited for that. That's in February. We um, do have the Test Championship coming up end of June, June 17 maybe, if my memory is... Serving you? Serving me. Well, our good friend Nathan Lyon, we did discuss the Test Championship with him, with our good friend Nathan Lyon. 7th to the 11th of June. The 7th to the oh, 11th of June. over the long weekend. The yes. 7th to the 11th of June. I turned 34 over that, so it'd be nice for the, for the Test Nation to get it done for me. I think they will, Tom. Yeah. I think that we've got so many close personal friends in the setup that it would be weird if they didn't get it done for us. Obviously, we know Pat Cummins' dad. Obviously, we're very close with Nathan Lyon. Obviously, we're very close with David Warner. Yeah. Um, um, Tobler has tried to get as close to Mitchell Stark, but it seems like he's got narbrad by Mitch. Well, I, up yet. I tell you what, though. If you're Mitch Stark, right, white ball work, mm. since in, and, in, in the uh, ensuing years has become red ball Mitch Stark, if I saw Tobler dressed in those jeans yeah. coming up to him... Being like, come on, my podcast. Like, yeah. I think I'd be, I'd be, I'd be saying no. Day. I'd my good, my no, nice cream didn't, chino mate. shorts. No, you had your, you had he your baggy at, He would have looked at the semi flares no. and gone, nah. Yeah. No. He would have had your baggy jeans on looking all fucking weird. And he would have, he would have said, no, thank you. Yeah, he, well, he would have said, because he seems like a nice guy. He's gone, I'll, 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 I'll humor this, this guy with huge jeans, but then I'll quickly like. I'll uh, humor this huge jean man. Yeah. But his boot cut bandit. Yeah. <laughs> the boot cut bandit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's Tobler. Yeah. We he, should change his email from Turbo at Hellasport to boot cut bandit. Boot cut bandit at Hellasport.com. Can we change that or not? No, of course we can. Set up. No, yeah, it's sort of annoying, good. but we can it's maybe nice set up and another short one. And yeah. sweet and boot, boot cut bandit or Toby. Toby at Hellasport.com.au. <laughs> both great options. Yeah, both great options. The boot cut bandit. Kid gets roots. Knock that up, Slacky. Anyway. Reach out, Mitch. Reach out, Mitch. I think that's it for the cricket, though. Ooh, wait, uh, hang on. There is one more story, which I've just seen. Um, the ICC are going to abolish soft signals beginning with the World Test Championship final. Explain, explain to me Say what that the again? fuck that means. I read a message as you were reading it out. Very rude of me. So I, I've only read the headline, but I think I know what it means. ICC to abolish soft signal beginning with the World Test Championship final. So soft final. signal... Is soft signal... 
when they send it up to third umpire, but they say the umpire's call is out and yes. they'll go off that. So, but that's not to do with, say, like, I give it out player reviews because that's all, the, umpire's, the umpire's signal there. It's more about a run out, isn't it? Um, I'm just reading as we go. Uh, soft signal. The International Cricket Committee has made the widely debated and much awaited rule change to the playing conditions of the international games. Uh, Evie, what are you doing? You're making noise, doll. Um, no, it does seem like the third umpire will make the decision in all uh, cases referred up to them. Okay, so what? So so, so umpires. So basically, is that is that a way of saying that Hawkeye's got good enough so that there's no margin for error? Yeah, it must be. So then, so if I do send it up out for an LB, say that's it. It doesn't. No, no, no. It means it doesn't matter if if you review it. That's what I mean. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. Hitting, what I said. It's either hitting or it's not. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. I much prefer that. I've actually been waiting for this day to come. I'm yeah. like, Hawkeye's been in for 10 years. Surely it's at a point now where we can, we can say with confidence if it's fucking out or not. Well, is it, I, I, you, you'd be able to say it with more confidence than the human eye. The hawk eye, greater than the human eye. You would have so thought. So if you're using the human eye yep. as your barometer, like yep. you're actually already going off like a lower percentage it's, it's, yeah. of, of correction. It's like witness testimony. Yeah. It's flawed. Good. I'm sure there'll be plenty that'll like piss you off. But there was, because dude, there was one that I saw. The only problem is like when Hawkeye will like seemingly over estimate like the spin of a ball. There was one with Lion where it was like it had to be a wicket. And the it, the Hawkeye had this thing spinning like three meters. Well, that's the thing because it, it's actually mapping trajectory, future trajectory. That's why it's been so difficult. It's not like uh, tennis where it's like, well, it's in or out, very clear. It's 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 trying to map the trajectory of the ball into the future yep. based on where it was, yes. which apparently and how fast is, it's going. Which apparently is very difficult. Yes, I wonder whether AI has maybe helped. Possibly, but that's you're talking about language models. Well, I'm not referring to language models. You're talking about chat. Are oh, you talking generally, generally here? Generally, yeah. I'm talking about chat GPT. I can guarantee you it has, which is probably why they're getting rid of soft signals. Because now they're just going, listen, we've got... Well, because now the technology's got to a point where that we... It's it's good enough to do. Yeah, that's right. I'm happy with that. Same. It'll piss me off. There'll be moments where I'm going to be upset. I wonder whether it will get to a point where umpires will become obsolete and it'll just be... I think it'll be nice to have them out there. No, I agree. For no reason. No, other no. than just to look nice. Yeah. Ornamental umpires. Ornamental. Well, mate, they didn't have any linesmen at the Australian Open, if you recall. I, didn't, I don't like that. But like, Saving, but eventually you get cutting. eventually you get used to it. Well, it's the same it's as like, like names on the back of the jerseys. It's not cost cutting. Names it's, and numbers on the back of the jerseys. I was like, I'm prepared to burn the place down over this. Now I'm like, whatever, mate. Now I might even prefer it. They'll have an umpire out there to settle the boys down if there's a bit of brouhaha. Yeah. Just keep things in order. But that'll be it. He won't make calls on jack shit, and he'll call, he'll count the overs. They're about six. That'll be it. It's kind of unclear. A few of these articles I'm, articles I'm looking at specifically state that it refers to catches, but it doesn't say that it okay. doesn't refer to other. Well, so then it's because the soft signal is like. So we so basically everything we've just said we just talked about for ten minutes. Step it back. Incorrect. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not confident that it's just catches. Well, you, don't seem, not, you don't seem confident about anything, and which doesn't make me confident. Confidence is key. Key is confidence, always has been, always will be. Dave, not filling us with confidence. No. Which is not ideal because I would like to be filled to the brim. Yeah. 
With other other rule changes they've said for the Test Championship final also include being able to put the lights on if there's bad lighting. Good. Continue play. There's also an emergency day. Yes. I think there too. should be more than one. Yep. That's just me. If this is the Test Championship final. Yeah. It should just be like unlimited. I remember events. hearing whispers that it was going to be a timeless test, which I thought was a nice touch. Never happened. Boring. No one prepared to have a crack and do yeah. something do something do a bit something more fun, a bit yeah. different. It was a bit about Steve Smith failing in England. Uh, yeah, what did what he, what he get? Uh, He's playing in second division county cricket, and I think he got three the other day. Smith, yeah, fell for three against Leicestershire after making 30 on debut last week. People are getting pissed off, apparently, that, he, that they're helping the enemy. People are annoyed that Steve Smith's allowed to play county cricket in the lead-up to the Ashes. Yeah, so you said the Poms are getting pissed off. Yeah, some factions of the of the. But couldn't you also argue, you dumb English dickbags, that you're also getting to have a look at the guy before he's over here? You know what I mean? Saying like, I'm probably pretty happy that he's going for three runs in yeah. second division county yeah. football. I'm like, that's good for me. That's good for that's good for the English. It's exactly right. I wouldn't be pissed off about that. I was also thinking the other day, has Jimmy Anderson gone past Pidge yet? Yeah, yeah. How far? But that's no. Sorry, that was it. How far off Shane Warne is he? It's like twenty wickets, I think. No, he's is he in six? Is he in the highest? He's like six eighty five. He's a beast. He, you know what? Like, as he is a beast. He, he's in his forties now as well. And I've always like, I mean, because he's English, just by the nature of our rivalry, I've always shit on him. Oh, he's close. He is twenty three. Man, he's going for it as well. He's gunning for it. Twenty three. And he goes past the great Shane Keith. 180 Horn. matches. So that's the only, like, look, I mean, we're not, yeah, I'm not, he's 20 years, dude. He's never going to be Shane Warne. No, but even when you're just talking like, oh, Broad's gone past Pidge as well. Jesus, he has two. But again, Pidge did it in 124 tests where we got 161, 180 for fucking Anderson yeah, and Broad, boring. respectively. Boring. Boo, boo, boo. Warney, 708 from 145. Well, Morley. 800 from 133. Obviously, he was playing shit sides and he was Pidge's a Pidge's economy of 2.49 is pretty red hot. Where are we looking there? 2.49. Yeah, that is pretty red hot. Broad's 2.95. Yeah. 2.47 for Morley. Yeah, but he was a chucker. Well, he was a chucker. And he played everyone. He played Bangladesh a thousand times. So no offense. No. But chuck you did. Okay, Han. So where, where's Nate? Nate's one. Hey, look at him. He's in the top 10. One, two, three. Is he nine? Eighth in eighth all time, Nathan, Nathan Lyon. Him who we interviewed. That we so interviewed. The SCN next Damn, week. dude. But look at, and then you look at Ravi Ashwin, 92 tests to Nate's 119. It's like, what's his economy? 2.76 going real well. And then comes in and bats his dick off. Yeah, Ashwin's a beast. Punters and dribblers, it's just come to our attention literally after we finish recording this podcast, but such is our commitment to dribble and yarn that Anthony Griffin, Hook, He's been hooked. He's been hooked. Now, I think we did actually say this at some point during the podcast. I think you said that he was supposed to get sacked today, today. Monday. Apparently, he's getting sacked tomorrow, Tuesday. Danny Wilder, the great and the powerful, come out, broken the story. Hook on the way out. See you later, brah. But the fact that we spent probably 20 minutes talking about replacements spoke to the fact that Hook was going to be... And that we were on top of it. Well, of course, we're on top of it, Tom. We don't even need to get the news broken to us to know what's happening because we're tapped into something... Greater Beyond than ourselves. the realms of reality. Greater than ourselves. Yep. Yep. Um, 
So I just want to quickly mention Vale that. Hook. Vale Hook. Uh, what does Hook do now? Group 11, Group 12. I think Hook goes 13. into a consultancy. I'm an assistant. You know, I don't think he coaches. Maybe he goes to Super League, but again, I just don't know that you fucking. Probably enough. I, I think, think you, so. think you wrap it up. It'll be interesting, though. I wonder if Ben Hunt leaves. That'd be nice. Come to Manly. I think it'll be depending on who coaches him. Do you reckon yeah. Des Hasler's a sniff? Uh, I would think so. I think he should be. I don't. I, I still don't understand why he's let go from Manly. Like, I don't. Uh, I know he's intense, but like, pre-fucking Jersey saga, we were going well. And we didn't have Tommy because he was injured. So, no, I'm not going over old ground. It was a question from Eddie, and I felt the need to go there. Uh, I don't think Des should be ruled out. I would be hiring him. So would I. Anyway. That's us. Love yous all. Shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Um, as we said before, sign up to the run, the Goers Run Club at sydneymarathon.com.au or just no, .com. just .com. I always say. You know what you can do as well? Just go to Google and go Sydney Marathon. Yeah. Sign up to Goers Run easier. Club. Um, keep an ear out for all talk this week with our good friends at SEN. Watch your rugby league on KO. Drink bloke in a bar. That's it. Another live stream Thursday night. Hunt with Neds and check out Pilot for your men's health needs. Uru. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>